definitely this is the best advice i've ever received from anyone ever so thank yeah you. this is this is a prized possession kinds i will i will come in your dreams if you don't do that it's just nag you in your head remember this. you're welcome <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Hi there. I'm Aditi Surana. I'm a graphologist, a high performance coach and an anti-anxiety expert. Thank you so much for tuning into the Absolutely Right podcast once again to know the ways, the hacks, the tools to become the best version of yourself. One of the most amazing things that I get to do on this podcast is to use this unbelievably accurate method of personality assessment called graphology, also known as handwriting analysis, to decode the real, the actual personalities of some high performers, entrepreneurs, business leaders and phenomenal change makers. With our guest today we'll be doing exactly the same diving deep into these personality related high performance conversations please welcome senior vice president of media and entertainment segment for yes bank mr kunal shah hi kunal welcome to absolutely right i am curious i am intrigued by your story and i really really want to dive deep right away looking at your handwriting sample which is in front of me welcome to the show thank you so much aditi for having me on the show to be very honest i am really excited uh, to understand uh, see how we take it forward great now the first thing that comes to my mind when i look at your handwriting is your intuitive creative nature in which you function so yes you are from this banking industry but you write in a disconnected manner and disconnected writers generally show their bend of mind towards things that are disorganized creative require offbeat thinking uh i think it's uh, it's at the back of my mind something or the other is keeps playing it's more to do with uh, uh multiple thought process which goes and you want to action them all mm-hmm. so it's it's more about juggling i i i somewhere i feel that i get bored of doing the same job uh as a regular routine i'm so going to pause you here things. i have to pause you sorry but i have to pause you here because there's a trait in your writing that speaks about how you start your work with a lot of enthusiasm and you intellectually get it going and you solve all the problems you reach 50% of that execution and then you realize that probably uh, i'm done with my intellectual problem solving and someone else can take care of it and at 50% of it you kind of excuse yourself and move to the next project which is more challenging you are absolutely correct and i really feel that this is like my appraisal going on where my bosses have given me the same feedback in the past but no you bang on to be very honest uh, yes i mean that's what i have realized that's also one of my weaknesses that you know i get going with all the enthusiasm uh, it's like a 90 minute football game at the 75th minute i'm like okay i'm done i have yep. done my two goals or not i'm not sure but yeah that happens to me i don't know why where i lose my energy out and i would love i would love to know or seek advice from you how do i get going on that as well so if you want to know why the answer is in the letter y when you write your lower case letter y you go 50% on that stroke and you leave the stroke hanging right there now the solution is not fixing the stroke the solution is to understand what are your demotivator factors you know every time you walk yeah. into a situation there are things that you really really rush with and there are things that you want to enjoy and engage with the very moment those criteria are met then you start getting bored so the challenge in any situation is your driver right 
So we have to create newer challenges for you to stay stay in the process for a longer period of time. Absolutely. I think, yeah, I mean, this is some, nobody has told me this very close. I mean, or understood this really well. And uh, this is building more thought process into my mind and how do I overcome this problem and arrive at a or fix a solution to this really quick. With Kunal, when I was talking about the point of demotivator, it is an interesting point to keep in mind. Because most of the time, you have no clue what is demotivating you. For example, in his case, we spoke about the letter Y, where the line ends at 50%. These people get bored quickly compared to other people. But that doesn't mean you don't have the same problem of getting disinterested in things that once you thought were interesting. Now, why does it happen? Because all of us function from different demotivators and we do not pay any attention of what is causing you to switch off in that relationship, in that conversation, in that interaction with the other person. For some people, it is about the non-conclusive conversation where the other person keeps describing things that you're not interested in. For a few, it is talking about too many numbers that is stressful. For others, when someone describes an idea that will be fulfilled after 5, 10, 15 years, which they can't see in reality, they cannot see happening, they feel completely disconnected. So you got to observe your demotivators and understand what is your ticking off pattern. Because we all function from different patterns when it comes to personality. Yeah, also I, I was just, uh, you know, we were talking before the recording started and yeah. there are some interesting stories where your creativity, your intuition, your in-the-moment spontaneity has taken over. Tell yeah. us like the, the most glorious one of them. The, the one about your wedding. One. The one about my wedding, okay, so this happened exactly 10 years back. Yeah, kind of 10 or 11 years back. I remember the date, it was 30th October 2011, yes. Okay. And uh, there was this noise about that Metallica might make it to India. And we are like, okay, wow, but the dates were not announced, announced then. Okay. But my wedding date got announced and it was, it fell on the same date as 30th October 2011. <laughs> so and please tell I, me, the, the cards were printed or yet to be printed? Uh, the cards were almost printed in the sense that Roka had happened. The dates were finalized. Okay. And it was announced in the community that, okay, fine, this date has been finalized. And and the finalization of cards was happening, Thank if you. I can say that. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it, it's not that easy to be very honest. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, and then the very next week, I think Metallica announces two dates that they are arriving in India and 30th October being one of them. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm in a dilemma. And I was getting all these kind of weird thoughts. I didn't know I'm getting married on that day. And Metallica will be playing hard on heavy metal music. And I'll be attending my own wedding in a way that I'll be sad. And then I had to make a decision like, you know what? No, this, this just can't happen. Wedding will happen eventually. <laughs> Good days will come, but Metallica may not come back to India. So how can I miss this? Uh, yeah, it was a tough call that I took and I think one of the best calls that I've taken in my life. And I okay. flew down for uh, the concert uh, in Bangalore and it was one of the best, possibly one of the best nights I've ever had in any concerts. Yeah, that's amazing. So how did your wife take it? Oh, she was absolutely pissed off. And then I had to convince my mother-in-law. The first question she asked me was, are you sure you're getting married to my daughter? I said, I promise <laughs> I'm getting married to your, your daughter. Don't worry about that. I'm, I'm going only for Metallica. And she was, okay. I'm sure she would have not, not approved your Metallica choice. <laughs> absolutely. No, but you know, the best part about it is that she flew to Germany some, some years back, three, four years back. Okay. And she got me a Metallica t-shirt from there. 
as a oh. gift. <laughs> oh, nice. So that's that's a cute side of the story as well. Oh, that, that's sweet. So which means after all these years, you have won her heart, and she now yeah, I have been here. accepted as <laughs> a fan. My fanboy moment has been accepted by. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so the creative aspect, and as I was talking about it, banking career and creativity together. How did you manage to balance the two? What did you do? How did you fulfill both these areas? So banking, more or less, is more of a nine to six corporate kind of a job, where it's like going to school, where you know the first class is going to be geography, second is going to be physics, third is going to be history, and so on. Like you know, so it's, it's right. more process driven. It's more corporate driven. You know, by six thirty, you're gonna end your day. But uh, what I believe is that uh, the inquisitiveness, what I have to learn more, and to I love to meet people because I come from a sales background. Right. So when I talk to people, I get to learn a lot from them as well. Uh, it's about their vision. It's about how. It's about their approach. It's about what they really want to achieve in life. And I realize that I do have my own network of people with whom I can connect with. Right, and I can talk about it. It's end of the day. It's what you talk about with them. I found that I can be a solution provider. Mm. Now, what can I do in that? So I thought of bringing two things together. One is, of course, the knowledge that I hold. Mm. Second is the solution that I can bring in through my network. Right, and will can I fix a problem? Mm. That's that's the whole idea. Can I fix any problem? Mm. So be it a problem for a startup, for an entrepreneur who's just starting. Mm. Be it. Uh, a startup which is already there halfway, who's made it and is now lacking directions, or be it for a project which is going to serve masses. Hmm. And the whole idea, the whole thing was to think that what what is it that you're thinking, and why is it that it's impossible? So, for an example, uh, if I can take the name of the project, you know, if if I, if I can put it across, say, the name is Pakadi NH Seven Weekender. Yeah. The concept of the music festival, which Is organized, and there are thirty thousand people who are coming in. The concept of the festival is that it happens at the outskirts of oh, any city. Yeah, true. So, be it Pune, be it Shillong, they've done, they've, they've course, worked yeah. in the past in Bangalore, outskirts of Delhi. Now there are no ATMs, people. So, whenever when you're walking into uh, any festival, you have a limited amount of money lying in the wallet, yeah. and there are there is no pause machine available. So, the idea was to go back and understand that how does an ATM machine operate? Mm. What does it need? Now, can the entire ecosystem of the ATM be pulled over, and can you plant it? Can you organize it at a location like this? Mm. And it's been a successful story for us to deliver that. That's so amazing. we have, I mean, uh, to put an ATM to basically bring a bank to you, to wherever you are, to you, and yeah, bringing POS machines so that you can swipe your cards was was something which is a great achievement. And which year was that? Like you know, people who are new now, they are like, yeah, obviously that happens. But which year? I believe that is an innovative, path-breaking idea. I think it was in 2011, 2012, if I'm not wrong. This is what, yeah, we went ahead with this, and so here there's a good combination. Here is going back to the same corporate school where you where you're working. Right. Convincing them to do this is also a big challenge. Of course. And of course, when you when you plant it, when you when you when you place the uh, uh, the ATMs, I mean, when you plant your idea. Executing it was also a challenge. So well, satisfaction coming out of it after two three years. Of course, there were challenges. There were a lot of learnings. But today, it's it's a great it's a great success story if I can say that. that so, that's, and that's because you want you were so committed to support your love for music and do the banking work at the same time. Absolutely yes, absolutely absolutely. It was putting like I said, it's putting the knowledge what you have in place. It is bringing in the solutions through your network, and it can all work. So. 
there is definitely not a no no for anything nothing is impossible and i you know what i was talking about the whole problem solving the whole ability to get to the solution and fix all the moving particles together is what you enjoy the most it's almost like playing Absolutely. your own band with all the moving particles and everything going chaotic and still finding order in it is what you love the most yes absolutely over to you next question please my next question to you is there are certain traits there are certain emotions which may be a part of your personal life or which may be a part of your professional life how do you draw balance among them how do you draw a line that okay you're out of your personal life and you have to now focus on your professional life and vice versa because a lot of times we get carried away by our emotions and that can becomes you, a can you give us an example it can be anything it for an example you might you you may just wake up with a sad news in the morning but you know that there is something really challenging at work that you have to address to and you're not able to focus on that at times how do you how does one move away how does one basically take care of the emotion keep that emotion aside because it's not a priority anymore whatever sad thing had to happen has happened uh whatever is not moving on in life has not moved on in life right doesn't mean that your other side of work should not get hampered as well right so how does one draw a balance it's more about the mindset here it is about mindset but it's also about personalities because some people are driven more by emotions other people are driven more by logic now in your case you collect all your information you do all the logical things but finally while making the decision you are intuitive which also means you give priority to your emotions in general while taking that final call so you you drive the whole journey through emotions that is your fuel so you're passionate about things and that's why when you're not passionate it shows and you want to walk away from the situation decision making is an essential area when it comes to leadership personal life and your style of decision making can make or break these areas now when you look at kunal's letter m there are three points to keep in mind the first hump has a round the central part is curved like a u formation and the last portion the second hump is again pointed Now these three things create an interesting decision making pattern and that's how we decode things in handwriting and graphology and that's why the analysis tends to be so accurate because you can find patterns and you can define exactly how the person behaves in a given situation now the first hump which is a circular formation talks about how he collects data observes people you know keep on it's like a bag that he keeps pouring in the second hump which is pointed talks about how quick he is when it comes to decision making The central portion where you see the curved formation talks about in the moment of decision making instead of using logic instead of using objective thinking kunal's emotions take over now if you have these patterns in your writing you know that you must be gathering data making decisions and your emotions take over uncontrollably for you to lose the perspective or the objectivity in the situation initially when people meet you they struggle to understand why this person is you know behaving in this manner why is he rude or why is he so straightforward why he says things in my face why can't he be uh, calmer or more gentle and all of that but over the years people have found that that is the strength because when you say things the way they are you actually help them see the real picture and without having the emotional connect without being genuinely interested in those people you won't do that you would pretend to say certain different things so there yeah. is definitely this power of emotions that you have and you should not be fighting it the very moment you will accept that i operate mainly from my passions and my emotions 
your struggle will be 50%. I'll come to the other part of the question. But first, it begins with acceptance because you're wired like that. If you try to push it, if you try to curb it, if you try to hide your emotions, they will explode. And you have tried that in the past. And I'm sure it has not worked. Absolutely. Bang on. I was I was actually thinking all that this has <laughs> happened. Like, how does she know about this? To be very honest. And I was like, okay, I, you actually took me back to my own story. And I'm like, okay, this has happened to me. And wow. So yeah, I mean. Thank you. Great work. Great work. Very honest. I mean, I have never come across someone who's understood me so close. Thank you so much. And I, I can only say that one graphology as a tool is so accurate and it's so beautiful that you can know these nuances by looking at the stroke. Obviously, I don't know you and I'm only looking at your writing while making all these comments. And secondly, as people, we are wired in patterns. So the very moment you start understanding your own trajectory and how you behave, you can see how these patterns merge. And that's why I can be accurate because I can see what is happening underneath these strokes of writing, the behavioral patterns. And because you know you have so many stories and case studies that you have gone through, you can yeah. define the patterns with more accuracy. But it is mathematical. You know, the, It may sound artistic because it is spontaneous, which is true, but it is mathematical at the end of the day. Two behaviors coming together will give rise to the third one. And that's how it, it works. It's, mind is magical. It's, it's fascinating how you touch upon that every time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the second part of your question is about how do you then look at your own emotions? So first thing, you require specifically more grounding techniques than other people. And by grounding techniques, I mean you really require to create some balance uh, in your emotional journey. One of the things I would highly recommend is start journaling because if you do not catch your emotions on a daily basis, like a pressure cooker, right? You need a whistle yeah. to let go of the extra pressure. If that doesn't yeah. happen, then one fine day you're caught up on the wrong foot and then suddenly you feel you're either exploding inside or you're too many emotions, you're too excited or too sad. But any wave that you find in your emotion is a problem because every wave will either take you up and or push you down beyond what you can manage so you got to have that everyday whistle to find your your calmness second thing i would yeah. highly recommend is physical exercise i believe okay. you you are into workouts are you uh not really i was earlier but i am into walking uh mm -hmm. regularly so i target to achieve uh, close to about seven to seven and a half to eight kilometers a day but okay. that's purely through walks yeah Okay, but I, I mean uh, exercise in a way where you're learning something, not exercise only for your body, but also for your mind. For the mind, so, okay. So if you play a game, you know, you require body to move, but also you are yeah. engaged in winning the game or playing, learning a new skill. If you do yeah. intense yoga, for that matter, you require to get into that posture and it requires thinking through it. Yes. So you need that body-mind coordination to settle your emotions because emotion is one thing. It may happen in your mind, but it is expressed in, in your body all over, not only with your gesture of your hands, but everywhere. You know, we hold our stress in our upper back and our lower backs. We feel excitement in our stomach. So every yeah. single part of our body is engaged when we feel certain emotions. In your case, emotions are are controlling factors more than other people so you do have to find everyday mechanism to settle them at the end of the day you know how you score and you settle things yes yes you've got yes. to get into a routine like that 
I will. I certainly will. I definitely will work on this advice of yours, and I will ensure that change happens. Because sometimes I do feel that the energy that I have, what I bring in on table, for some and for me, it may work very positively, or it may work very negatively. Is what I feel. So I need to balance that out. Is what I understand. And I think by okay, so so many times people understand balancing as reducing the intensity. and please don't do that because the beauty here is you being as intense as you would like to be be yeah. as creative as you would like to be even you know sometimes people cannot take your level of creativity your level of excitement which is not to be curbed but i'm talking about everyday process where you start releasing your emotions at the end of the day or you have a mechanism to control it by by getting into a physical routine so you do yes. that as a as a skill building activity you do that as a capacity building activity but in the moment the beauty of your personality is like you you jump in with both feet even yes. people do not like it please don't change that because this is what this what makes you you and you know that differentiates you from pretty much everyone else when you True. get into that inspired action so don't don't stop that please certainly certainly i'll i'll keep maintaining that with full full powerful energy that's the way i am yeah that's so you are and i think yeah. you know that is so rare and that is so interesting to look at because people mostly when they get into corporate careers when they get given to you know their uh, school 9 to 5 9 to 6 kind of yeah. life they do they stop being themselves and you Absolutely. have been preserving yourself somehow through that precarious corporate world you're still making sure that you are preserving the the true nature the crazy part of you So do not let yes. that go. I think that's amazing. I won't. I won't. Definitely, this is the best advice I've ever received from anyone ever. So Thank yeah, you. this is this is a prized possession, kinds. I will. I will come in your dreams if you don't do that. It just nag you in your head. Remember. This. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so two things I I want to give you as your caution areas. Yeah. One, extreme investigative behavior. If you get stuck on something. then it is like your needle is stuck on that point and no matter what is happening in the world unless until you don't resolve that one uh, doubt or that one suspicion you cannot move forward yes and you can be obsessed with that and second challenge is uh, where you become extremely rude with authorities okay which means if people try to be all authoritative with you you either walk away from that conversation quietly or if it is possible for you to say it you're like please go to hell i don't want to talk about this i'm just gonna not engage with you yeah i show that i show that i mean i don't say it maybe at times but by actions or by facial expressions i i mean they get it that <laughs> this guy is just disinterested <laughs> so it, you know that yeah that's that's something in me that it's the first minute of the conversation if You sound interesting. I'll give my hundred percent. If you don't sound interesting, I'll be like, okay, okay, mm. okay. So I am just <laughs> lost. I I I just depart to another world altogether. I I completely agree, and that is so problematic because when you walk away, people do not know what to do with that situation. They have no clue how to look at it, how to deal with yeah. it. Yeah, and but I look dumb. <laughs> and maybe the conversation by them is so boring but i look dumb in that like okay or like okay it happens <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> so before i go ahead i have to tell you why am i saying this looking at your writing now some strokes of your writing 
go deeper than required. Then there is an extension to the stroke, which goes below the baseline, below the, the ruled line. And yeah. any time that happens, that you know, lower extension, that shows curiosity to a point of obsession. Second thing, when you write your lowercase letter K, you write it like a capital letter K. Okay, yeah, and, that's... And we call it defiance. Yes. So very few people would be aware of it, that you are defiant because you generally speak well and you make them comfortable. And you know most of the time you do not get into that zone. But defiance is about not being okay with people being authoritative or arrogant around you, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. I'm giving you I think my weekend, my weekend yeah. is made. I think my weekend is made. I'm sorted. I, I just don't want to switch this time over. This is so fabulous. You're going to think about every point and make notes. I'm like, oh, where all is applicable? Where this is applicable? Yeah. But I, I need to show this podcast to everyone because whoever is authoritative to me, they're like, okay, here's the answer to you. Yeah. So please accept my behavior next time you are being authoritative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And rude and, and difficult. No, I won't be rude, but I'll try no, to. No, no, they, they are being rude. Yeah, and yeah if they are being rude. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely, yes. Okay, great. Any other question for me? Yes, one last question, Aditi. Uh, there's something that I've, I, I think I find this is a bigger challenge in me, in my personality. I cannot, I mean, I don't know how to say no to people. Whether the job is doable or not doable, it can be anything. How do I, I mean, I, I will just say, yes, I'll, I'll affirm to it and I'll just give all my energy into it. Even the knowing the fact that this may not happen. So it can be both personally, professionally. How do, how does one learn to do that? Like, you know, how do I overcome that situation? It's interesting, it's interesting you say that because if I look at it graphologically, generally people who fear rejection or people who are self-conscious, they do it. They behave in this manner, but I do yeah. not see that trait in your writing. So okay. thereby, technically, it should not happen. Technically, you shouldn't feel obliged to say no to people. And I would say other way around, when you want to say no, you're very clear, very articulate and very direct about saying no. At times, yes. At times. So probably there is, if I have to connect this with your otherwise behavior that I was talking about, when you're extremely clear, when you mm -hmm. know why are you doing what you're doing, and when your emotions do not come in the way, you can say no. The okay. very moment people bring in emotions or they tell you a story which is emotionally disturbing or if you fall for it, even if it is not a real story, in that case, you cannot say no because then you become emotional towards it because you do not yes. do it from obligation for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So which means it is lack of clarity. So are you, are you kind in that moment? Might be. Are you being yeah. emotional and being carried away? Might be. But I feel latter is more applicable than the first one. You're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. It's more about the emotion. I just get carried away as well at times. I'm like, okay, let me just try this for you. I know it's not going to happen. Maybe. But let me just give it a try. And I, I give my 110%. But that is not because you cannot say no. Because you're really good at saying no. Talk to all the people who work in your team. Oh, yes. I'm sure they'll, they'll, they'll affirm to it. For sure, yes. <laughs> yes. Also, you know, you are very good because when you are operating from clarity, also the kind of um, execution that you put across, you yeah. definitely have to say no to things that won't fit into the larger game. Yes. So you do say no and you're very clear about it. So if that is your idea of yourself, I think you should definitely change that. 
we watch movies and we know it is not real but we get carried yeah. away and we yeah. cry and we we emote and we feel angry when the the protagonist is you know treated in an unfair manner we do all of that because we allow ourselves to get carried away that's true yes right so in yeah. the situation it's not about you'll keep that in mind you cannot the very moment you buy into the unreal world or emotional world that that is being created we don't have a choice and that yeah. is why doing the journaling which is practicing rational thinking will help you because when you journal every night you know in the moment you may get carried away and that you cannot control but if you have practiced journaling and if you practice stepping away and looking at things for what they are on a regular basis in the moment you will have a choice of choosing between the illusion and the reality in the moment yeah but yeah, that can yeah. happen only when you do journaling as a skill building process and that's why i was talking about that as a, as a solution to it Yes. You know, it's very beautiful everybody who is emotionally driven for them they live in a parallel world and you know this what i'm saying you know there's yes, yes, black yes. and white world happening and there is this bollywood song or metallica song playing in the in your mind which is okay but metallica all right but i like that as an example yes yeah, i imagine that's like completely or you you block out every conversation and you're enjoying your music in the middle of it but imagine that that's what happens when people become emotional they have their parallel world that they've built and with those filters they look at every situation true so even if the situation is black they they put the soft light in the filter and it suddenly becomes gray if it is white and if they have they're wearing black filters then suddenly it looks gray only because of the filter so it is not the truth it is the illusion that you build because of your own filters and technically our job should be every night every day whenever possible through the process like journaling or any other process we clean our own glasses so that our vision is clear we That's see things more or less a way to introspect right i mean to yes. introspect on your actions that you have carried through the day i mean yeah and that starts something that i was lacking for sure yes and you would you do a great job of it because in general you you love observations it's just yeah. that you do not step out of your own story to observe yourself that is definitely something to look at wow this has been like a best saturday of this year thank you thank you so much <laughs> i am i'm i'm really happy to have have this chat with you aditi very honest i'm, I'm also very happy fabulous job you're doing thank a fabulous you. job thank you so much how do i really go about introspecting on the actions that i have carried out so we do our friday episodes where i give one question with one topic and i do that because i am really really a big believer of having this yourself as your coach yourself as your trainer as your teacher so you constantly keep asking some specific questions to deal with a problem yeah okay in your case i would think of if i have to you know think immediately about a question every time you get emotional and you get carried away you know if you have to think about three different ways of responding to the same situation 
what all you could choose. So think of a situation where you got carried away or you got emotional, you, know, you made that decision, yeah. done. At the end of the day, ask yourself, what could have been other three alternate ways in which I could have reacted or responded to it? Now, you can't go back, you can't change what happened. But in your mind, you sit down and you really write these three, four, five, seven, as many as you can come up with, based of actually responding to the situation. Next time, instead of having only one option, you will have at least two or at least yeah. three. And yeah. next time you'll have four, like the whole yes. plethora open in front of you to kind of choose from. And that's yeah. what yeah. I feel is required. The multiple choices and you can easily think through and then make your right decisions. It's yeah. thinking beyond the boundary line because in a boundary line, you're, you're fixed in, in a particular scenario itself. And what you're talking about is the personality is a boundary here. Your practice behavior is a boundary here. Something that yeah. you've done over and over again is a boundary here. So it is not only about boundaries given by other people, but emotions and personalities become our boundaries. They should be liberating. But unfortunately, we keep behaving in a certain manner and we say, oh, this is who I am. I behave like this. This is, I re this is my reaction and you should accept it. But so many times these same reactions are going against us, but we keep enforcing them on others, even if they're going against us. So I feel True. that is a challenge. Absolutely. I'll, I'll, I'll work on this for sure. I'm going to make multiple choices before reacting and putting them into execution or conveying it or in the form of communication as well. Yeah. This is do you read fun. books? I can say I do have a collection of books, but I've not been able to complete going back to the first point that you've made. Uh -huh. I read through 50%, 70%. And I'm like, okay, now I can make out what's going to happen in the end. So, <laughs> I've learned through it. so like, okay. So yeah, I do have a pile of books. And so, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I do, but I'm not able to complete them. But now yeah, I'm, I'm asking this question start. because there's a beautiful book called Man's Search for Meaning. It's about okay. reactivity and proactivity. It is by uh, Viktor Frankl, who speaks about whole idea. He was a, a psychiatrist who got caught in the German war. And then he was prisoned and his family was killed in front of him. So he came up okay. with this concept of proactivity. He said, you cannot change the external world, but you cannot control my mind. So, yeah. you know, the whole idea of how he trained his mind to survive through the difficult time. Oh, wow. Something which was very interesting. And the concept that he presents is about being proactive and having multiple choices. So I think that would yes. help. Definitely. I promise I'm going to, I'm going to order this and I'm going to read it throughout for sure. I'm going to finish hundred percent. <laughs> great so thank you so much for being part of this conversation thank you so thank much thank you so for... much for having me here and i'm opening up the horizon of thoughts and you know way beyond that as well so yeah thank you thank you so much Aditi. so happy so happy that's the whole objective we want to create these experiences where you can suddenly accept yourself and see yourself in the mirror in a different light altogether so yeah thank yeah. you thank you so much for being so open to this conversation it's my pleasure. And this is, this is going to remain. I'm going to work on this for sure. And yeah. And remember, I'm going to haunt you in your dreams if you don't. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Absolutely Right. If you liked the conversation, if you felt that one particular point about letter M was really applicable to me or any other point that I spoke about journaling or other things, then please write to me. My email ID is right, W-R-I-T 
at aditisurana.com. If you thought graphology as a subject is interesting and you would like to spend some time and energy learning it, then you can join our graphology masterclass. After learning 20 different factors of graphology, you'll be able to make better hiring decisions. You will be able to understand your family members, your colleagues at a deeper level. You know, that will be really, really helpful. The next batch starts on the 5th of June, 2021. So you can know more about that also on the website. Let's connect on Friday with a short episode of the Absolutely Right podcast. Till then, happy writing. Mm-hmm.